Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Remember, God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. He has a great plan for your life. His mercies to you are new and fresh every single morning. He daily loads you up with benefits. He forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns your life with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies your mouth and ears with good. He calls you youth to renewed like the eagles. So you have wonderful things awaiting for you today because the greater one lives on the inside of you. He's made you greater than anything you'll face and you're on the winning side. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start today with faith and encouragement. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to pick up where we left off last night, talking about how to stay stable during unstable times. Staying stable during unstable times. But before we go forward, let's pray. Father, we thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. Father, we thank you that you're faithful, that you keep your word. We thank you you're a covenant-keeping God. We thank you for your healing power, and I pray for it to work through every single body, every single situation, and every single person that's watching and listening right now and on the replay. Father, I pray for wisdom to be released to those who need it, comfort and peace to those who need it, restoration to those who need it, strength to those who need it, and grant us eyes to see, ears to hear, heart receive, know, and understand what you have for us to hear today so we can live the lifestyle of faith you've called us to live. As we look at your word, let your word speak to us, bring the encouragement, strength, and correction that we need so that we can live this lifestyle of faith. And Father, we pray according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, we pray for those who are in authority. We pray for the president and the vice president. We pray for the Supreme Court. We pray for the Congress. We pray for the president's cabinet. We pray for our governors. We pray for our mayors. We pray for our city council men and women. We pray for our elected and appointed officials. And this nation, every nation that are watching, we lift them up to you. We ask that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them the way they should go. We pray that you pour out your spirit upon them. We pray they won't be so party conscious, caught up in the left or the right, but they do what's best for this nation and above all things puts you first. We pray, Father, that you send laborers across their path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it. That you surround them with godly counsel, men and women full of faith and the Holy Ghost who are advising what thus saith the Lord. And that you remove from their counsel the wicked and ungodly individuals who will seek to pervert the right ways of the Lord. We pray for your power to be poured out upon them, upon our nation and upon our churches. We ask for a great awakening and a great revival. We thank you for these things. We receive these things and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. As you heard me say before we pray, and continue where we left off last night in our midweek experience. I began a message called Staying Stable During Unstable Times. So if you missed it, it's already on YouTube. It's on the Faith Plus app. It's still on Facebook, and so you can watch it. Staying stable during unstable times. Our stability doesn't depend on our circumstances, our situations, or what's going on in the world around us. We can be stable even if everything around us is unstable. We can be stable even if you weren't raised in a stable home or had a stable childhood. You know, people think, well, okay, because I didn't experience stability in my younger years, it's going to be hard for me to be stable for the rest of my life. Now, yes, that can affect your life, 
But just because you didn't have the right beginning or the best beginning doesn't mean God can't do something in your life to cause you to have exactly what he intends for you to have. And God wants you to be stable even during unstable times. And so we began to reference this last night, but we didn't dive into it. But go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. It says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we talked about this a lot earlier this year. Victory is a gift, but you must show up on the battlefield and fight the good fight of faith and pick up and receive this gift. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Amplified says it this way. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile, it's never wasted or to no purpose. And so when we look at these words like steadfast, unmovable, firm, what is this? Stability. So be stable knowing what? Being stable, always abounding, being superior, excelling, overflowing in the work of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor for God is not futile, it's not wasted, it's not in vain. One of the ways you're stable and experience stability in unstable time is knowing what you do for God is not worthless. One of the things the enemy will try to tell you that what you do for God is worthless. Now, people try to tell you, the enemy will try to tell you that, yeah, you spending the time in prayer, that's that's not doing nothing. Yeah, you reading your Bible every day, that's not doing nothing. Come on, you tithing, that's not doing nothing. You going to church, that's not doing nothing. You watching online, that's not doing nothing. You serving and volunteering, that's not doing nothing. He'll always go after what you do for God because what you do for God does make an impact in this earth. What you do for God does hinder the kingdom of darkness. What you do for God does cause other people to come into the kingdom of light. And so he'll go after what you do for God. And that will affect your stability if you back away from what God has called you to do. He'll try to get you to believe that it's worthless. And so you may keep on doing it because you made a commitment or whatever reason. But if in your mind you begin to think, well, what I do is not that important. What it's or here's another way we say it. We may not say what I do is not important, but it's not as important as what that person is doing. Man, what they do is really important for God. But little old me over here, it's not that important. And that's usually how that thought process begins. And if you go down that train of thought, guess what? It's going to affect your stability. Remember we talked about last night how Satan's after your foundation. He'll get you to doubt, try to doubt God's word. He'll get you to doubt and question God's motives. And then he'll get you to doubt and question if what you do for God actually matters. Does living right actually matters? Is your living in vain? As the Clark sister saying. He'll go after those things so that when the storms of life come, your house does not stand, but your house is overthrown. So you have to know today, and this is a good thing to put in the chat, what I do for God matters. Go ahead, put that in the chat. Say, what I do for God matters. Put it in the chat and say it out loud. Say, what I do for God matters. And not just matters, it makes an impact and matters in this life. 
but there's a reward attached to it. And you might say, well, it seems so small. Well, doesn't the Bible tell us don't despise the day's small beginnings? You know, it says in another translation that God likes to see the plumbing laid. And so it might seem small, it might seem insignificant now, but just putting the plumbing in. And how many of you know, you are, you may not be excited when plumbing goes around, but you're so thankful after you have the house and you have the running water and all the things that plumbing brings. So don't despise small beginnings in what seems a small season if it seems a season where you're just plowing away, doing something, haven't seen as many results as you like. Don't despise that season. There's a lot of ways of how God works, seed, time, and harvest, that there's time you're just sowing the seed and water and cultivating. It seems like nothing's happening, but all of a sudden it springs forth. So don't stop now. Don't let the enemy tell you to stop doing what you do for God. Don't agree with them that it's not as important as something else. Don't agree with them concerning anything to keep you from sowing, keep you from the work of God, what he's called you to do. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep giving. Keep serving. Keep going to church. Keep loving your neighbor. Keep inviting people to church. Keep doing what God has called you to do. What God has called you to do matters. Don't let the enemy or anyone else tell you that what God has called you to do is worthless. If you believe that lie, it will affect your stability and it'll be hard for you to stand firm and stand steadfast. And what's worse, you may go try to do something else and end up in somebody else's lane doing something God never called you to do. And now you're in a territory where the enemy can increase the attack. So do what God has called you to do. Stay stable, stay steadfast, stay firm abound in the work of the Lord. So whatever he's called to do, let's look at that real quickly and amplify it again. Always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. So let's take this a little bit further. Don't just keep doing what God's called you to do. Take it to another level. How can you make what you're doing for God more superior? How can you excel in what you're doing for God? How can you take this to a higher playing field? The devil dare tell you that what you do for God is not important. He's like, you know what? I'm going to ignore what the enemy said. I'm going to keep going, but I'm going to do more. I'm going to be better. How can I take what I do for God to another level? That's what I want you to think about today. How can you take whatever you do for God to another level? How can you make it more superior? How can you cause it to excel? How can you abound in what you do for God? Why? It's going to affect more people. It's going to have a greater impact. And you'll get a reward on earth, but also you'll get a reward in heaven. It doesn't matter if anybody sees what you do for God. God sees it. And he said he'll reward you openly on earth. And then you read the scriptures and you realize there's a reward in heaven. So do what God has called you to do. Don't be discouraged. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. What you do for God is not in vain. It will affect lives on this earth. You'll have a reward on this earth and you'll have a reward in eternity. Let me pray for you before we go. Father, I thank you for every single person listening live and on replay. I pray that you strengthen them and encourage them, that they won't give in to the lies of the enemy, that what they do is worthless or in vain, but they'll press on to the mark of a high calling of the anointed one, Jesus and his anointed, that they'll push through the resistance, push through the deception of the enemy and push through and excel and become even more superior in what they do for you. But they always abound, always overflow in the work of the Lord, knowing that what they do is not in vain. 
So help them, Father, be steadfast. Help them be unmovable. Help them be stable during these unstable times. Give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Here's what I want you to do before you go. Share this. You know this is going to encourage on your timeline. However you're watching, share it. YouTube, share the link. Facebook, share it. Twitter, retweet it. If you're watching on Faith Plus, you're watching on our website, text someone and tell them, hey, you need to watch Faith in the Morning today. It'll even be on the Faith Plus app so people can watch it as well. I love you so much. Remember, something good is going to happen to you today. Expect miracles all throughout the day. And I'll see you tomorrow on Faith in the Morning. God bless. Thank <laughs> you.